presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raguman Avalon. It's Friday. No government shutdown, no BIF, no Build Back Better either. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Speaker Nancy Pelosi delayed the roll call just before 11 p.m. after a flurry of late-night meetings trying to strike a deal with Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin over the still-not-final reconciliation package known as Built Back Better. Here are some key takeaways from a crazy day on Capitol Hill. 1. Pelosi takes over. After weeks of folks waiting for President Joe Biden to deliver Manchin and Cinema, the Speaker got in the driver's seat Thursday. She spent the day working with White House aides to sketch out a Build Back Better framework that would appeal to the two moderate senators while freeing House progressives to vote for the BIF. It didn't materialize in a final form, but sources say they made progress. We mentioned cinema hunkering down in the basement of the Capitol and pouring over the proposal late into the night. Two, moderates come up short for now. Centrists in the House swore up and down that the Speaker would keep her word and hold the BIF vote, regardless of the status of reconciliation. But on Thursday night, we saw that perhaps Pelosi, confronting the reality within her caucus, wasn't as eager to decouple the two votes as moderates thought. 3. Distrust is running high. A lot of Hill Democrats were stunned by the unusual written agreement that Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Manchin signed in late July that laid out Manchin's terms for a reconciliation deal. Manchin told Schumer two months ago that his top line number was $1.5 trillion. Some members felt blindsided, not just rank-and-file members, but senior Democrats who had no idea. Others were just perplexed that a leader and senator would sign such a document. In a call Thursday night, Congressional Progressive Caucus Chair Pramila Jayapal encouraged her members not to accept a reconciliation framework without a full Senate vote on the package, fearful that even if Pelosi strikes a deal, Manchin and Cinema won't uphold their end of the bargain. Worth noting, Jayapal told her members that even at this stage, neither the White House nor Democratic leadership are asking them to drop their demands and back a standalone BIF vote. That's important. It indicates that the White House believes all this drama and pressure is exactly what they need in order to force a deal. 4. Build Back Better is being significantly narrowed. This might be the most significant takeaway of all. Politico Sarah Ferris, Heather Cagle, and Nicholas Wu report that Pelosi's Build Back Better offer to Manchin and Cinema included a top-line figure of $2.1 trillion broken into three buckets. A. Family issues, like childcare and paid leave. B. Healthcare, such as locking in subsidies for Obamacare, and C, climate change. That offer from Pelosi does two notable things. First, it shows progressives that $3.5 trillion is pretty much over and gives us a rough idea of where a compromise will end up, most likely somewhere between $1.5 to $2.1 trillion. Second, it gives us a sense of which policy priorities are most likely to survive and which are headed for the chopping block. Notice what was not included in Pelosi's three essential buckets. There was no mention of things like free community college or affordable housing or even Senator Bernie Sanders' prized Medicare expansion. We're not saying that these things won't be in the final deal, but we are starting to get a good sense of the direction party leaders are heading. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will receive the President's Daily Brief. The White House COVID-19 response team and public health officials will brief at 11 a.m. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 1 p.m. The Senate will meet at 9 a.m. with last votes scheduled for 3 p.m. The Senate is in today. 
All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in DC right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Jenny Ament is Politico's senior producer of audio. Politico's head of audio and executive producer is Irene Noguchi. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Manavalan. Have a great weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. The United States has the highest maternal death rate of any developed nation and racial disparities are a key factor. That's why Blue Cross and Blue Shield companies are confronting this crisis. They've launched a multi-year nationwide health equity strategy, starting with a goal to reduce racial disparities in maternal health by 50% over the next five years, building a more equitable system for the health of America.